Welcome, one and all, to the My Shot of Life podcast. Wow, dude. Wow. Did you just steal my opening? Stepping on some toes here. Wow. I shouldn't invite you over to my house. Um, welcome to season two, episode four of the podcast. Got another good topic today, guys. Uh, starting it off, we got Space Dust Coast to Coast. Elysian. Nice. I, you got know? The, I got the reference there. Throwback, throwback uh, Saturday, right? Uh, it's out of Washington, Seattle, Washington, you know, full of hipster juice. Um, the, I think the way that they make these, they actually, it's similar to wine, but they get all the hops in a barrel. They hire the most hipster person they can find at one of the, uh, you know, liberal colleges, liberal art colleges there, and then they just mash the hops, just with you know, just like wine, you know, with the, with the grapes and the dirty feet. So, you know, whoever's got the smelliest Bob Marley hoodie, they do that. I think that's Boom. how it works. Right? Sounds right. Oh. Sounds right. So today, uh, in conjunction with space dust, we figure that the only time anyone's going to space uh, is if there's an apocalypse here on Earth. So we're talking about the total destruction and death of the world today. You excited about it? I think that's one of my Pumped favorite up? things to talk about. All right. So we're going to drink this uh, delicious, hopefully delicious, I've never had it before. Really? Uh, beer. Oh, and we are going to talk about apocalypses, types. Yeah. Uh, the end times, as they the call The end times, it. how they're portrayed, their origin story, all that fun stuff for you. Sure. We've also got... Uh, in in uh idioms for idiots idioms for idiots oh, we idiot. have dead as a doornail which i guess goes right along with that as well uh and lastly today steven guess what we've got we've got your versus. favorite segment versus versus okay and for that we will be discussing our favorite uh i guess movie apocalyptic Apocalypse. movie D- it's a, not na- a disaster portrayal a okay best <clears throat> portrayal of a type of apocalypse in a movie sure yeah i think that sounds good right on so let's get this started, started off space dust with the uh was it nine percent would you say it was 8.2 8.2 hefty it's a big boy a little sweet mm. on the flavor it's your classic citra based yeah ipa but it's got a lot of flavor for an eight percent beer. I guess. Yes, it's not you just know, trying to hit you don't, home. You don't feel the you don't feel the alcohol really. You're not trying to get crunk, you know. Okay, so jumping into this, as you can see, guys, in the video podcast, Steve's I'm doing been working my out. yeah, I've been working out. I've been doing I'm doing my best Braxton Beverly impression today by wearing the NC State jersey after the home yeah. win. Yeah, uh, and I have a little like bit a of the weak scruff too. So. Half sleeve, and you'll be good to go. Yeah, and maybe have my hair constantly, you know flared out mm. yeah Fair. it happens it happens but i don't work out enough for it to to be like that whenever i wake up in the morning so victor the apocalypse what do you think of it or what do you think about whenever i say the word apocalypse are you initially like jumping to conclusions about crickets what are they called locusts, locusts. yeah uh, I think apocalypse has kind of lost its meaning over time you know because of first- all the fake uh, predictions? Not the fake prediction. Yes, okay. partially that. Parks and Rec. But I think it has a lot to do with like the portrayal that we have. So originally, it's based off of uh, the biblical book of Revelation. You know, the four yeah. horsemen of the apocalypse come in and say what up, do their worst, and it's the final and complete destruction of the world. Right? Yeah. That's what an apocalypse is. Now, over mm-hmm. time, we've seen people predict the apocalypse or wrongly predict the apocalypse and then we've seen these portrayals for entertainment purposes their interpretation of the apocalypse as something different Mm -hmm. it's more of a you know there's no more technology there's nuclear fallout there's that's their portrayal of what a an apocalypse is so that's what i feel more comfortable with Mm -hmm. um but you know, to me, the apocalypse is the end of end of ends. You know, there's no preparing for it. There's no. So you think it would just happen overnight, or do you think it would it would get to the point where you just realize it's coming and you can't do anything about yeah, it? Yeah, I don't think it much matters. There's there's no survival out of this. You know, I think a doomsday preppers and like good for you. You guys will be good for a couple months, years, whatever. Dude, by the time you have to come up, but you're gonna be dead. <laughs> so yeah, that's... you can only you can only store so many. You know 
baked beans and and uh speaking of which you ready for this what quick fun fact costco just dropped a 90 pound bucket of mac and cheese oh no not 90 pounds i'm sorry it's 90 dollars <laughs> that would be insane <laughs> It's like a twenty-four Let's pound my bucket. Because she would twenty-four pound bucket for ninety dollars, and it lasts twenty years. For all you preppers out there, do you think you could live off of mac and cheese for twenty years? Though no, absolutely. That would make not. me throw up after. I one mean, day. you could have it for twenty years. You wouldn't have to eat it every meal for twenty years. I, I mean, if it's ninety pounds, that's a Stephen. You're ninety pounds. Okay, so so you're a. There's no hope left in the world once the. That's how I view signs. an apocalypse. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. So the yeah. so your in your opinion the apocalypse is literally the end of everything. That's it. Okay. But I guess how would you you wouldn't be able to consider an apocalypse until after it's already happened, right? I'd be I'd be gone, man. But I mean, by your definition, you would you would never be able to call it the apocalypse in present tense because you wouldn't you wouldn't know. know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now there are ap- apocalyptic signs. Is that still a thing? Or is that is that more of like a, I guess that was more of like a religious, uh, perspective, right? Mm. So like you you think, here's here's something actually I remember, <clears throat> whenever Obama was running for president, here's for all the conspiracy theorists out there. This is hilarious because people actually believe this. They thought that he was the devil incarnate and he was going to be. Uh, the Antichrist, and he mm. was going to take over as the leader of our country. And I don't know if this is because he was black. I don't know if that's necessarily the thing. Um, I think a lot of whoever created it was probably created on the internet. Obviously, it was 2008, probably. so it was still very, I get early-ish in the internet days. But um, I mean, conspiracy theories, long-lived conspiracy theories on the internet. You know, they make for great entertainment. Ever since 2001, I mean, I think they the stock rose like memes. Um. But yeah, they thought he was going to be the Antichrist, and then so that was like the, that was like the deal of getting people to don't vote for him because if he does, then we're going to lose our our way of living and we're going to you know lose the right of our guns and everything. And I feel like that's always been the thing to scare people into voting against a Democrat. That the apocalypse is coming if you vote for no, not necessarily, but they something along those people lines. are able to heighten up a certain crowd of people because of the fear of. Uh, the way their way of life is going to end, right? So in a in a <coughs> an apocalyptic in a way, right? So not necessarily um, that everything's going to end, but this is going to just ruin it for everybody to the point where it's almost like everything has ended, everything that you know has ended, I guess. So I always thought that was very creepy and and uh, interesting that people were able to get away with that and then convincingly get away with it. And other people would just bite it. And that's and yeah, it. that's kind of a light-hearted take, I guess, where people with their conspiracy theories, like as apocalyptic, you know, you're losing your way of life, and so you're that's being yeah. taken away from you, and they're equating it to something like that. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Like, what would your definition of an apocalypse be like? Are you all in, like I am, or are you kind of like, you know? different portrayals so maybe like the like climate change could be apocalyptic so i think when you say it like that when you say the apocalypse it is the end in my opinion if it is apocalyptic it is an event that could devastate everything or it could alter the way everyone's way of life i think the only flaw you have there is that climate change isn't real (laughs) according to very many people i guess <laughs> don't do the their, internet the internet said yeah, that's it's just like told me the earth was flat and that climate change isn't real so. um there are yeah. now space deniers like, ne- like we've never been to space like, or space, space doesn't, doesn't exist, exist. okay well <laughs> dude and here let me tell you this the people who all right i, I don't know Those much the about this people whoever's... who are doomsday preppers oh i'm sure well, maybe i don't know i don't want to whoever's out there sorry <laughs> but not sorry uh yeah so not only okay so there's the flat earthers and there's the no the non-spacers i guess i don't know what you want to call them but the flat earthers think those people are stupid <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, there's a hierarchy of conspiracy stupidity. theories yeah <laughs> hierarchy of conspiracy yeah and then that's at the baseline uh that maybe um 
people being aliens or not aliens lizard, lizard people. people that's a yeah. huge thing right or, oh, maybe not that. huge i think that's always been like a classic made-up conspiracy theory and i would actually like to go into a conspiracy episode later on because mm. i love reading all of this fiction right it's hilarious it's it's uh, and people are very convincing in the way that they make it right so um yeah again they have there's this hierarchy of uh, maybe not truth, but <laughs> maybe the more likelihood that it's true is, I would say, is at the top, and then the bottom is your non-spacers, right? Non-spacers. So, I love it. So I guess we could say that an astronaut wouldn't hit the Earth because there's no space, so why would it, right? Um, I just saw an article today by NASA that said in the next century um, we could get hit by an asteroid. How big? I didn't read the article. Also, <laughs> I saw a headline that said... <laughs> I read like a, I guess, sentence. I, uh, um, it's got like boo-boo or something like that. I guess that's also like a direction I wanted to go here. I would say the closest apocalyptic event that has ever occurred, regardless of what you believe, the wipeout of the dinosaurs, right? Okay. So... Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the closest. Yeah, again, and that relates to that. You have yeah. a meteor or asteroid or whatever crash into Earth, and all life ceases to exist. Well, mm-hmm. that's not correct. You know, it was something had to have continued living. Or yeah, or maybe single-celled like, organisms, yeah, yeah, bacteria, it, or something. You know, existed, and from that you know life developed on earth so, so i guess in that theory is it even possible to have an apocalypse an apocalypse because is it given that something is going to exist right and you know, that's despite like, maybe all human life ends or or whatever but people say all the time about like nuclear war and nuclear uh fallout and the apo- nuclear apocalypse yeah. We already know that cockroaches can survive that. Yeah. So, so, you know, some form of life could potentially make it out of that. Could you imagine living through in your bunker and then, you know, leaving your bunker five years later to see 20-foot cockroaches? <laughs> A man just fighting them off. People-sized cockroaches. I, I bet that meat's probably not good to eat either. Twenty Cockroach meat? Oh, yeah. Could be good. What's that? I think so. It probably Cockroach has so much milk? Isn't that a thing? Even Cockroach if you milk? Oh, what's dude, the new fad probably. that those? It's probably a joke. Though, crazy right? vegan people were talking about. Uh, is it common? Um, something with cockroach milk. That's not a real thing, dude. This guy's looking up cockroach milk. I'm I'm thinking goat milk is probably good. Um, I don't know what a other. Oh, spider milk, right? Crow oh, milk. milk. Is it spider milk? milk? Pump out a type of milk containing <laughs> protein crystals. There is one specific a cockroach? type of cockroach that gives birth. They don't lay eggs, they give birth. Oh, that and sounds disgusting. They pump dude. out a milk. That makes that me want to throw up protein. just thinking about it. That's, the that crystals are like a complete food. They have proteins, fats, and sugars. I'm okay with spiders. Like, I don't like them. But if I see a cockroach, I'm just, I'm not into that. That's a, I'm going to burn my house down. I'll move into another it house. It says some people are drinking it. That's, hey man, super vegans, right? Weird people. Yeah. Okay, so cockroaches would live. What else would live? Possibly, you know, organisms that we can't see naked yeah. eye. You know, you've so got it, your classic. I guess if you if the if the whole planet were to be destroyed, then other planets would likely have life. There would have to be a planet somewhere in the universe, right? If you're a non, if you're a spacer and not a non-spacer. Mm-hmm would exist so is the apocalypse just singled into human life the planet the solar system mm-hmm. or the universe and there's a black hole even if the whole universe was wiped out is a black hole leading into another universe so boom hmm. already already busted the logic for huh. anybody who's doubting that never there's no way to ever have an apocalypse it's not possible impossible so that's fine. That's debunked. okay with me. Debunked. I'm all right with that. That's, I mean, it's a good thing, right? Now, are there any... Did you ever get freaked out by any apocalypse theories when you were younger? Because, like, you know, when you're younger, you haven't heard the the religious cults who, who would say, this is going to happen on this mm. day. Like, I interpreted the book to read this. Uh, I mean, there was the Mayan calendar in 2012, right? That was I a big thing. I think that was the only thing... 
I mean, it's not like I cared about it. Yeah. But it was the only thing I was really aware of as far as being a potential, you know. Because I always feel like there were other theories before <coughs> that that had. 2000. Oh, that's right, Y2K. Yeah, and that wasn't necessarily like an apocalyptic, but it would be, I guess the idea was that everything would revert us back to like a Stone Age type situation, hmm. which I still don't understand why it would, it would go that far back, but um, whether the clocks would would all shut down or, or all the... major inconvenience. I have an electricity, but the the power grid maybe, I don't know. Microsoft Excel would stop working. (laughs) You couldn't go to work the next day because you couldn't do Excel. That would be. Think you're talking about 1900 instead of. That would be a tough. That actually be a tough job to have if you didn't have Microsoft Excel. Crazy man. Yeah, talk about inefficiencies, right? Um, So 2000, um, that was pretty big. But I think we were both really young. I mean, nine years old. 2001, Space Odyssey. I don't think anybody expected a giant baby to be the result. Of the apocalypse. Wasn't there a giant baby? Something about that. I know there was a dancing baby. I never finished baby. it. A dancing baby in, in 2001? Not in 2001, but... Isn't there a 2030 a Space Odyssey 2 or something? I don't know. Fact check it. Uh, space Fact check it. Odyssey. Well, pops up. It's got a baby on the cover of it. 2061. 2061, there you go. 3001, the final Odyssey. Yeah, no one watched that movie. Stanley Kubrick, I don't think, had anything to do with this the sequel or the or correct. either sequel i guess that's correct um okay so we're talking about let's see here portrayals portrayals of it i don't know any other ones there had to be like what the jim jones cult right was that do you think that was like a i guess that wasn't apocalypse that was more of like a Why enlightenment did they took the like what was the reasoning before I think to, the cult was going to get shut down. Because remember, they had been infiltrated by... There was a there was a U.S. Uh, uh, lawmaker, a uh, senator or a congressman was, was there, I think. And then he got killed. And I want to say they, the CIA or something had was going to infiltrate it or something, and then they had just committed suicide. But that's... So that's not anything necessarily about a... The apocalypse though but there's been plenty of the um let's kill ourselves to to get enlightened because the world is going to end anyway to go to a higher place there's the parks and rec episode where they they rent out the park that's yeah. what that's really funny they yeah. run out of the park what once a year or something because one of the guys interprets some religious text to it's say not even a religious text oh it's, it's not a, it's like some guy's <laughs> novel <laughs> a novel to say when the world is going to end and so that do they even um do they even drink stuff, or are they just expecting to die? They're just expecting to okay, die. Okay, okay. Because I know that they went to the park. Spoilers for those who don't watch Parks and Rec. I don't know what the group was called. Um, but they went to, they reserved the park for a day, and then the next day, whenever it didn't come through, the guy came in the office, and he's like, ah, this is the this is the scripture that a, says it. And yeah, he's like, I, I need a, to have a... A mathematical error in calculating <laughs> the day the world was going to end. No, what was funny was that he, he said that, right? And then he picked a day for the next year. And then she's like, no, the day's booked up there. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Did I say Thursday? I meant Saturday. And then she's like, okay, Saturday's available. And he's like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so that's I think pretty he's... pretty much how all these theories tend to go. I right. Think. Definitely scamming people out of money, you know. Um, I, I did think 2012 was really freaky, though. Uh, I wasn't expecting... Yeah, the 2012... I guess it was supposed to be a meteor or it's supposed to have oh, the Mayan the Mayan calendar thing um, I remember kind of being freaked out about that I was like I I swear if I just graduated college and I die tomorrow I'm going to be pissed off because I just passed my exams um, yeah at that point I think I was I was I was beyond the uh, ridiculousness of it but I remember when 2012 the movie was was coming out because they made the movie about it you know they made a trailer where it was like, we've already, I guess they were referring to the Bible where uh, there'll be massive floods and there'll be mm. all this these weather, um, natural disaster type things, right? And they had this trailer put together to make it seem like we were going through the end times. And it was, it was very creepy. Like, it was like, oh man, they're right, you know? Um, 
Young. Are they though, Stephen? Are was, they? It was a great marketing campaign. The movie was trash because they have. I mean, you've seen it, and you mentioned climate change earlier, and I think this has a direct impact on the uh, exciting weather phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> you want some beer, bud? That dog. The dog. Wants, uh, beer off my lips. I mean, there have been an increase in a lot of natural disasters, and I think. And the severity of them as yeah. well. And earthquakes um, have been pretty bad the past year, too. Earthquakes. I mean, you got hurricanes rolling through. That Wasn't are, there an earthquake? There's not necessarily more, but they're more powerful. Yeah. There was a volcano in Indonesia collapsed in on itself and caused a uh, caused an earthquake that. and tsunami in Indonesia. Interesting. It's crazy. Now, now about the... Um, Do you think that it's a sign? Is it coming? A sign from the earth? it's like yo i'm done with you people invest in solar but yeah, we're not maybe yeah so. i know right Isn't, that's a weird thing i don't know i did wasn't there an earthquake on the east coast this past year in 2018 probably yeah was, there was I, one recently it was kind of strange yeah, within though. the last couple months that hit i know they felt it in jackson <laughs> we have a we have a dog trying to lick the camera here um, that hit <laughs> near uh was it missouri like tennessee yeah see, i thought it was it was a fault line they on the felt east coast it in tennessee and georgia but that doesn't happen ever right right so that's, that's even stranger normal. and i don't know much about fracking but i was i thought someone i read somewhere that fracking has an effect on um earthquake and fault lines i guess you're drying out the land i don't i don't know you're removing a layer essentially yeah so, I guess, what is your favorite apocalyptic story? Do you have one? Dude, I've been a big fan, and, and most people are, of the zombie apocalypse style portrayal. Okay. Okay. That's kind of that's not going to play into my movie choice, but I think just in general for entertainment purposes, it seems like, you know, when you think of the show Doomsday Preppers and you think of the shows that have spun mm-hmm. off of either Walking Dead or you know been inspired by that that's that's where it's at you you don't think about surviving an apocalypse anymore you think about surviving a zombie apocalypse that's kind of what we've been conditioned to do as you know the youth of the nation and taking all of this uh information in so when you're planning you know yeah you're gonna have food you're gonna have guns but you've always got this strategy and there's a great episode of uh i think it's film theory uh shout out to that youtube channel go check it out um they have the ideal or like the perfect place to live in a zombie apocalypse is it situation. it is not it's really? somewhere in it's either in like canada or like the northern u.s where it's cold it's the combination where you have like a certain temperature like for seasons like you can still grow crops it's not too cold okay. but not too hot yeah like you can grow certain crops I guess what was the idea and you can that? have certain types of livestock and it was like the ability to like the zombies in the south are going to degenerate what's the word mm. yeah they're gonna like dissolve essentially because of the heat oh over time they're not going to be like functional anymore and if they're too far north like they're going to freeze and mm-hmm. other things will die <clears throat> and so they're not going to have anything to feed off of so they're going to die and so there was like this sweet spot where like yeah there might be zombies but you should be able to handle them and then survive based on your ability to farm and to raise livestock so is that, that's with the assumption that they would need nutrients to continue their drive otherwise mm-hmm. they wouldn't have any energy right and the cdc actually came out with a campaign about zombie preparedness and and zombie uh uh emergencies like how to handle it Neil it, it was kind of Tyson, a, like said that zombification isn't possible well it's, it was a tongue-in-cheek type thing mm-hmm. though so it was a it was a joke but they came out like they actually went through with the taxpayer dollars by the mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. coming out with zombie preparedness Thanks, important by the way are you Actually, prepared i'm prepared now i'm an old-fashioned guy okay. so i'm gonna have to go with alien invasion all right now Mars attacks alien i get <laughs> as long as as long as i have um 
what is my man's name? He's in. He's in. Uh, he plays the Joker in the first Batman. Not the first one, but the Caitlyn Jenner. You Nick, think, do you think Caitlyn Jenner Nate. puts on her makeup like the Joker? Is that what you're trying to say? Ha, ha, ha. I don't know. Uh, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. So he plays like three different people in Mars Attack, by the way. Does he really? Yeah. He's, it's hilarious. Um, that would that would be kind of funny, I guess. They have like a An laser alien? gun that just... Oh, you, you mean a Mars Attack style. Mars Attack, yeah. yeah. Now, again, that's an apocalyptic event, but it's not the apocalypse. So mm. I think it could... I don't even know if I could say it. it could be possible. There's an episode of South Park where they block off <laughs> the entire Earth from the rest of the galaxy. Uh, what do they call it? Like the galaxy uh, group or something like that. So we're isolated. We weren't. We lied to the the Confederation or something like that. It was a test. Mm-hmm. Have you not seen the episode? Mm-mm. So it was a Pinewood Pinewood Derby competition. Nice. Uh, Stan and his dad cheated in the Pinewood Derby competition and put a nuclear rod in it. Jesus. And so it it shot out into outer space. Obviously, they won. Um, (laughs) And so aliens made contact with Earth because they're like, oh, they have the technology now. Now we have to give them the test Mm. to figure out if they're willing or if they are worthy to be in the Confederation. And then uh, they go to South Park and, you know, everyone lies on behalf of... uh, the country um they there's this bad guy baby fart mcgeezax is his name and they kill him and uh they take all this this space cash it's <laughs> it's it's quite a good episode actually but the result was for those who have seen it or um spoilers for those who haven't the earth becomes isolated against the rest of the universe because we were so irresponsible with the way the scenario went down. It was pretty funny. They put a, they actually put a cube around Earth so that we couldn't leave and, and talk to anyone outside the the planet or space. Sounds, so it sounds very Earth-like. Very Earth-like. Yeah, I was not surprised by the result. So that was pretty funny. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, like, uh, I don't think it would happen. But I'm like I said, I'm an old-fashioned guy. So that's that's the traditional uh, way to do it. I feel like hmm. alien invasion. If we have water on our side, we have water guns. We have sixty-eight percent of the planet, seventy-two percent. I don't know. I don't do something math. like that. Um, so we have the the resources. If you're watching signs and thinking that's the way to do it, uh, otherwise we might be screwed because I'm sure we don't have the technology to shoot laser beams at people and make them disintegrate like Mars attacks. It's true. We do have pretty powerful lasers, but we're not at that level yet. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Now, what about... I think we're researching it. There there was a conspiracy theory out there that the California wildfires were caused by the government shooting high-powered military-grade lasers down from satellites in space. (laughs) Not not a joke. That sounds like... a real thing. That sounds like Command and Conquer. Have you played that game? Is no. a uh, RTS game on the game. But it is, it is being heavily researched for military purposes. High, sure. High-powered, you know, lasers like that. We have something. It's like a... Uh, it's a sound. You, you beam a sound oh, at someone, yeah. and only that person can hear it, and it, like, ruptures their eardrum or something like that. Jeez. So. I've been down that road with ruptured eardrums before. I don't recommend it to anybody. So we have a couple of things we brought up. Zombie apocalypse. I think natural disasters we talked a lot about. Alien invasion. Alien invasion. I'm um, looking at a list here. We have Voldemort. <laughs> Voldemort's on there? Yeah. yeah I is. mean, it's possible. Uh, no, but on a serious note, what about apes conquering the planet? Planet of the apes. So this is with the assumption, and we'll just go with, and I know we've already explained what we thought Apocalypse is. We're going to, let's consider it as all of humankind dies, right? Okay. As opposed to all living beings, just... Yeah, just humans, because, I mean, who really cares about other beings, right? True. We we honestly don't care as a nation or or the world. Except dogs. Dogs are amazing. Yeah, dogs are. Well, people in my apartment all complex don't all like dogs. dogs. But, okay, anyways. The singularity. So we can be, what, symbiotic with robots? Or, like the Matrix, we would become the batteries for the robots. Hmm. So they would drain the soul, consciousness, energy, I don't know. Every Our being into their existence. 
But what, what would be their purpose to exist? It's a good question. I, don't know. I mean, but you think it could be possible that the computers take over? Yeah, obviously, someday. I, AI just gets so difficult. Or There's so got to be like free advanced. thought at some point. You would think so. Like we developed from who knows what initially and eventually developed. You know, what separates us from other beings is obviously language and then yeah. also like free will, you know, the ability mm-hmm. to think and do on our own. Think and do, NC State. Um, but the thing, a fault that we have that could be, it could be a fault or maybe it's a, <laughs> it, maybe it's a, something that a computer wouldn't be able to have the capability of is having doubt in yourself or or being able to help someone else that so would a robot even have the obligation to help out another robot they wouldn't you know have what I'm the obligation or would it be self so i think motivated i think they would be self-motivated i mean they would be able to collect and process information at a rate you but, know but if unable if, uh, for, if you look joe at, robot and then that's what I'm saying. If Joe robot. robots over there getting like hammered on by a bunch of humans, Argo robot over here is going to sure. be running the different. But scenarios. is he going to be jealous, or does he even care? Bruce robot might be. Bruce robot's going to be like, all right, if I go help that other robot, I have a thirty-six percent chance of survival. Not worth it. Ah, okay, I can see that. You know, they're gonna run all these scenarios and hit the huh. hard facts. But then the thing is, when they run the scenarios, it's like that. It's not even they have to think about it right. like a human would. Right. It would be literally half a, like a millisecond. And I'm, I'm gonna go over here. Now, in order guy. to conquer the world, I'm, I'm assuming they would have to somehow work together and be able to yeah. make the difference. Or they're attacking of, each like, other because of that. There's a book right there. It's a topic for a book. The robots take over, but then they get selfish because they have no obligation or or even they don't have the like desire. There's yeah. no desire to comp- uh, not compete, but to work together. So then they're not only killing humans, but they're also killing each other because mm. they want to be the one power. That's uh, that's what humans have that's, done. That's, <laughs> so. Let's contact George R. R. Martin to make this. Except for it I would mean, take forty years to do humans it. Humans all started out on the same level, and look at us now. All of a sudden, we have. You okay. know, it's a it's a power grab. <laughs> so I got another one for you: carnivorous, car- carnivorous, carnivorous zombie sheep. Zombie sheep? Yeah. Oh, that's a movie. Actually, what is the current it's ratio an Irish movie. of sheep to people? Uh, I think we got that one. Giant monsters. Godzilla. Godzilla. I don't know. Chimera. I mean, if we're basing things off of what was that movie that came out? Where the two people powered the big robot. Voltron? Dagwood. Nope. 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 I know what you're talking about. The one, it happens it's got Charlie on the Kelly West, in it. I don't know who that is, but it happens on the West Coast. Pacific, Pacific Rim. Rim. It might not What's actually the other happen. Atlantic the... Rim? <laughs> Did you see that? Does Pacific Rim take place on the Pacific Coast? Because if it doesn't, I'm an idiot. Um, wow, dude. How about... I'm on... Kiora, right? I mean, I think we can take giant monsters. We've got technology and stuff. And at worst case scenario, you know, always last in the arsenal is the nuke. I mean, you would blast a whole city. To- got to do what you got to do. You know what I'm wow. saying? Greater good. We've talked about that on a season one episode. You do things for the greater good. I guess you could do that. Global starvation. So that <coughs> is more realistic yeah. than probably anything so maybe with, cli- with climate change so if we go with that right instead of us burning up to death mm-hmm. uh, maybe there's so many places that are incapable uh, and incapable in- of producing pr- like crops or certain things that we use on a daily basis maybe mm-hmm. maybe cows have a maybe cows die if they're internal body temperature stays at 98 degrees i don't know i'm just making something up but if it got hot enough outside that they can't live anymore then that's one less you know food resource that we could have i mean we would see the whole structure of you know that chain of the food chain and like the environment 
would change so much. You lose one species and that could... Yeah, or you lose a crop or you lose yeah. multiple crops and multiple species and then there you go. That's... Are we... Ge- then we have to genetically, decline. you know, create food for everybody and that... Then we don't know what it would affect on or what the effect would be on humans. And so part of the problem just, they've said is, you know, overpopulation. So we're looking yeah. at places, you know, you're <coughs> having a bunch of kids and stuff that you can't support with food and sustenance. And so... yeah. Well, they say that once you become a first world country, then the the rate of starvation no goes down. Well, that definitely goes down, but but the rate of uh, reproduction goes down. Are we in a first world country? They have said something about yeah, the United are. States recently. I read this on Twitter the other day that we're not popping out kids. At a Did ra- we go down? <laughs> Millennials are killing another thing, and it is the. United States population. But that's good, though, um, right? Wouldn't you want... I mean, it's good. I know you want to have growth, but why would you want to continue to have babies? Right. I mean, I understand that. I'm just saying... No, yeah, I know. Like, I, that's a thing that, and that people was the have observed, too. is that we're not reproducing at a rate to sustain the United States population. I don't necessarily care about it. I mean, <laughs> BFD, uh-huh. to me. Um, other than the fact that, you know, that takes away from the pool of the population just in case something would happen in the United States and we would need people, you know, that would suck. But I understand wholeheartedly people aren't having like 2.1 kids anymore. They're having one either for financial reasons or personal reasons or they're having kids and they're not vaccinating them and their kids are dying and I'm, I just made that up. But I, you anti-vaxxers get a clue and vax your kid. Um, but... It just doesn't make any sense to me that, you know, we have a world population that's able to be supported by what we can produce, and yet people are still, like, that's that will be a thing. Yeah. At some point, we're either going to run out of land or resources, and you're not going to be able to support a continuous we'll just be able to, growing population. We'll build structures build on water. That's fair. Yeah. Or in the, in the clouds, right? Cloud City. True, Columbia. Columbia. From Bioshock Infinite. Oh, is that what it's called? Is that from like the Great country game. Columbia? Or, or underwater, like Atlantis or... Like Bioshock 1. Rapture. Yeah. Rapture. That's such a terrible place to call a place, you know? Sure. A terrible name to call Great a place. Great setting rather. for a video game, though. All right, so <clears throat> I have one more I'll bring up, but I also want to go through all the, the list of... We'll say honorable mentions, right? All right. Are you ready for this? Bring it on. Carnivorous plants hungry for a world of blind people. Hungry for a this is all on Kiora, where someone wrote a list out. So whoever, shout out to... Uh, they spray stuff in your eyes Ke- or Kevin Flint, founder of Apocalypse Chick Don and Org. Dystopian Studios. So thanks for the uh, post on Kiora. Preach that. I'm not worried <coughs> about plants, bro. Evil children haunting corn patches. I mean that. Is so uh, a movie. What's the movie so, called? That's a Stephen King patch kids. Sour patch kids. S- corn patch kids. Children of the corn. Clowns. Yeah. And we we had that scare in 2016. I'm, oh yeah. <laughs> Where you know, clowns were literally following that. people home. Man, that's good pretty times. weird. It did not happen to me, thankfully. I already have a healthy fear of clowns. So zombie yeah. vampires. Damn, that's a that's a weird combination to have yeah. too. Because like that'd be tough to kill. Let's think about that. I don't know how hordes of assless chap wearing bikers with mohawks. Hordes of them. hordes of <laughs> so clearly huh. they would take over huh. the world. Titans, fair and the Assessment. Greek uh, the Greek mythology. That'd be pretty interesting yeah. watching them battle it, it was out. Just. Uh... Again, the Film Theory Channel. We're really packing, uh, packing a solid uh, suggestion there. But uh, they just recently did a three-part series on the deadliest Disney movies. And oh, Hercules! One of them, okay. Hercules, has the Titans come down, and they yep. estimated, you know, based on real life of real life events or mythological events, sure. um, it was a tie for second place between. Atlantis, I guess. Is that what the movie was called? Atlantis, yeah, Atlantis yeah. and Hercules because the two core d- 
disasters were kind of based on the same natural disaster, the myth, some volcano oh, or whatever. Okay, gotcha. And so, yeah, so they were based on similar things. So they estimated the the death toll to be in like the tens of thousands um, for a Disney movie. Keep that in mind. And so Hercules was the Titans. Okay. Uh, that's what that event was represented as. So I'll give you two more honorable, honorable mentions, and then we will get to the last one that I wanted to talk about. Lay it on me. Some sort of interdimensional rift through which bad stuff comes through. <laughs> okay. So uh, imagination, is it called Imagination Land or a the South Park episode, I can't remember that one, but I guess the idea there is what uh, Stranger Things is an interdimensional rift, uh, Stargate, right? So th- a portal from hell, uh, Doom, is pretty big into that. That's mm-hmm. how Doom was started, was that demons came from hell through the portal on Earth. So that was a big one. Uh, all right. Cloned dinosaurs so obviously jurassic park no and that's a, that's a good one though right because uh assuming that they can procreate well that's <laughs> the thing with i mean you brought up giant monsters earlier i don't see much of a difference there i feel like we have the technology in place to i mean as long as you're not stupid like they are in jurassic park and jurassic world Hey man, I mean, people, you gotta make that cash. There were a lot of mistakes made there. I mean, but you it was all about a couple, and I mean, you can't release them into the wild. You have to keep them contained. Yeah, there's no. It's just like an oil spill, with though, man. Biodiversity. It's just like an oil spill. You're like, hey man, we're gonna keep it contained here. Next thing you know, you got trying to triceratopses swimming listen, to New listen. York. They died out for a reason. They. So they can couldn't provide us the oil today. True. Yeah, they couldn't couldn't cut it, and they're gone. So if you want to clone them, cool. Do one or two and say, hey, we did this because we're amazing, and then get rid of them. We don't need them. They're not in our ecosystem anymore. Okay, last one. This is this is the one we're talking about here. The supernatural battle between gods and demons. So the god, angels, or gods... And uh, and then your demons, devil, you know, kind of like mm-hmm. if you've seen mm-hmm. Legion, you know, mm-hmm. where the where the minions and the angels battle it mm-hmm. out on Earth, or just the, or just the minions go to Earth and then we have to battle the minions ourselves or whatever That's you want to call it. Mean. Go somewhere else and fight. <laughs> Is it possible, Victor, that that could happen? That that would be the end get the end of all. Sure. Well, I mean. If you base the definition of apocalypse off of the religious text, which a lot of people do, that's kind of their thing, I mean, then yeah, you have to believe that that's possible. I always thought that whenever, when that happened, and this is is a question that I brought up was, if, if that were to take place and then it just started, what if you shot a rocket out into outer space? Are you still susceptible to demons attacking you in space, or are you safe now? answer that question space doesn't exist okay <laughs> that's and that's a good way to cap off the end of our discussion Victor. Voldemort Voldemort I mean it's it's possible man she's not a billionaire for no reason at all she wrote those based on real life events exactly huh. seven and three quarters right What's nine that? and three quarters oh. is the the train stop exactly that's what I said come on man so if the apocalypse happens what does that mean, Vic? We are de- as dead as a doornail. It's true. You would be. But what the hell is a doornail? A nail in a door. I told you not to say that. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. I should have I should have prepared myself. I guess the idea is that it's in a giant medieval door, right? But in reality, is any nail not dead, right? Yeah. yeah they are dead or they I, at, are not dead? I do not believe that a nail is living at any point in time. So, is that the point? Is it? I think it just means like dead, like real dead. Like it's not moving? Like dead. So once the nail Devoid. has gone in the in the wall, it's it ceases its operation, its like purpose. But then the purpose is that it's holding something in, right? 
Well, it doesn't mean it's alive. <coughs> it just means it's doing something. No, it's it's not moving, right? But but even if you didn't use it, it wouldn't be moving. Yeah. Does it have to move to be alive? I don't know. Are vegetables dead? I mean, no. But they're alive. They're not a nail. But a nail is okay. made of metal. metal. I was kind of making a bad joke, but not a, living. A nail doesn't move ever, and it its purpose is to hold hold something. Stuff. But does, but Fasten. whenever it gets pushed in to its spot, its purpose right doesn't mean it's serving its purpose, and so it's therefore active in its purpose. Stop living. I know that, but it has a purpose. Everything has a purpose. You don't. Spread and butter, you know? <laughs> what is my purpose? You spread butter. <laughs> um, well, I mean, maybe it. Maybe it's literally a nail in a door that has no purpose. It just It's in the door because, like, we had an extra nail and we wanted to have a design, a crazy design on the, on the door. But mm-hmm. even then, is that a purpose? So is mm-hmm. it really dead? Mm-hmm. I say we retract that and let's go with something different. Let's let's get rid of that. Let's come up with as dead as a horse, right? Like beating a dead horse, as dead, dead as, as a horse. horse. I like it. Okay. I'm sure PETA will love it too. <laughs> Did you see that what PETA came out with? Yeah. The suggestions of don't use this anymore. And everyone was like, no, nah, we don't care. PETA's the worst. It's It's funny that I can't wait to think about them with every bite of steak I have later tonight. Oh, oh it's going to be delicious. Yeah, I thought that was kind of silly. I mean, I, I guess I get the idea, but no one's, no one's maliciously saying these things. And right? no one's being offended by them. Instead of saying, Do kill you think- two birds with one stone, instead try, feed two birds with one scone. It, don't feed a bird a scone because they'll come back. There'll be more birds. It's true. And or they'll also, choke and die. And they'll choke and die because they probably can't take sugar. It's not good. It's true. Um, don't be also, a guinea pig. Like, be a tester. Who's getting offended here? That's what I want to know. PETA. Do you think birds are out there <coughs> thinking? They're thinking, how am I going to survive today? As opposed to, oh my God, did you hear that human over there say, uh, kill two birds with one stone? I think he's after Whatever. Us. And they're all like paranoid and stuff. Whatever now? aggressive. No. They don't understand what we're talking about. Get out of here. How about feed a fed horse instead of beat a dead horse? Nah, man. I feel like I've actually heard Why that would one you feed though. a fed horse? You might kill it from overfeeding. There you go, PETA. Way to go. You trying to kill animals now? Other than all your shelters that but, yeah, just I mean, euthanize animals? If the animals? horse is already dead, then you're not offending anybody. <laughs> you're just you're being really crazy about beating it up. It's true. Uh bring home the bacon. How about bring home the bagels? No. What if I'm gluten intolerant? All right. How very... What about this <laughs> PETA? Plants are living things, too. Why aren't you taking a stand for plants? Huh? Flour, which you use to make bagels, comes from a living plant. Some people... Yeah, plants go. Plants do live. They talk to each other. They communicate. I'm offended, PETA, by you, you little take, turds. Take the bull by the horns. How about take the flower by the thorns? Flower doesn't have... Th- yeah, it does. Like roses do. Oh, well, yeah. I think that's, Those flowers, that's a terrible way flower. to say that. If Take the flower by the thorns. Because then you'll bleed. You're telling people to cut yeah, themselves, what, that, that is the Come dumb on. thing, though, is that that's not what that means. Take the bull by the horns, right? Does it? Maybe it does. Okay, you're it right. Maybe it is. It's like... Take life by the balls. That's wow. what I say. Well, what's the PETA version of that? Take life by the balls. <laughs> Well, we Sometimes you need two hands, one one ball each hand. Like a bowling ball? Nah, man. Basketball? Like a... Baseball? Like a big old meaty testy. Oh. Bam! Take life by the balls! Okay. Well, Bull by let's the get horns. out of there. Let's get out. We're out of Flower this. Flower by the thorns. Idiom, idioms are over, right? We're on to verses. Verses! One of the favorite, the most favorite of favorites. Okay, Vic. You, you like uh, apocalyptic movies, right? Big time, big time. Shaun of the Dead, 2012. Is it, did you think of Shaun of the Dead? Was that even on your list? I didn't even... I didn't think about 2012, but I that thought That movie sucks, dude. Shaun it's so bad. Dead. How about The Day After Tomorrow? That was a climate change I was movie. between was two. Good. Shaun of the Dead. Okay, so you actually thought about it? Was one, and this is the end. 
Okay, that was pretty funny. It was I, a little bit strange. It definitely strange. That's the biblical uh, apocalyptic idea. I like the humor in it. I liked a yeah. lot of the, the portrayals in it and, and, and they the play comedy. themselves. That yeah. was just very meta. Um, super meta. Just the way it was presented was you know entertaining. It wasn't necessarily the type of apocalypse that sure. was going on around them, but the portrayal and the acting mm-hmm. and it was just you know comedic uh it wasn't genius but it was, it was a good idea. it was a good movie was solid they had some good uh some good cameos let's see emma here. watson was in it and that pretty much made the armageddon made the movie for me <clears throat> armageddon came out with one of the greatest or the movie armageddon resulted in one of the greatest love songs of all time by aerosmith so true that's definitely on the list that song gets me that's you know, like that's like a. I'm not turning the radio station when that comes on. Emotionally, just like woo. Let's see. We have Armageddon. What's the deep impact? Not a fan. Not a big fan. I think they came deep around the same impact. time. Wasn't interested. I mean, it did have. I will say, if it came out in 2010, you know, you got. Who was the president in that movie? Richard Nixon. No. You mean who played the president in yeah. that movie? Yeah, yeah, Who played the president in that movie? Which movie was it? Deep Impact. I don't remember. Um, who plays God in Bruce Almighty? The Morgan Freeman. Yeah, Morgan Freeman. So he played the president in Deep Impact, right? If that, <coughs> if that movie comes out in 2010, I'm watching it all day. Elijah Wood's in that movie? Yeah, it's boring. It's really boring. It's very... Vanessa Redgrave? Never. It's that. like how... Say that you did Armageddon instead of the action, like getting the astronauts ready. Mm-hmm. It's more of from the public's perspective and then everybody freaking out about it. Not not as good. Not quite as entertaining. Uh, okay, there's another movie I thought with... There was like nuclear bombs that went off. Maybe this isn't even apocalyptic, but... It's got Ben Affleck in it. He's in a helicopter and the, uh, I don't know, a nuclear bomb goes off? Maybe I don't know that one. Some of All Fears? Is that a movie? It is Is a movie. Is that the movie? I don't know. They need to make a James Bond movie with an apocalypse event. That'd be cool. Some of All Fears. That's got Morgan Freeman. Ben Affleck is in it. Morgan Freeman's in that too. Yes, he is. He's probably the president. (laughs) One that I didn't mention. Let's make an episode about all Morgan Freeman president movies. Two. War of the Worlds. There you go. Alien Invasion. War of the Worlds. And then that freaks some people what out. What kills them is sneezing. What? Sneezing? What about the Germs. happening? That Was that the plant sucked. one? Was that the plant one you said? Yep. Where like they would breathe in the air mm-hmm. and they would kill themselves. Yeah. That was terrible. That was pretty much Bird Flame. Box. Bird Box. Boo. Did you watch Bird Box, by the way? I didn't. I refused to watch That's it. That's apocalyptic in a way, right? So I everyone... Refuse. They Spoilers. remade Don't watch it John Krasinski's movie, except instead <coughs> of not being able to talk, you're not not allowed to look. There oh, let's let's like hire Sandra Bullock, and then everyone will watch it. Also, weak fraud. Weak. All I have to say is um, fraud. So signs, sign. That was like the OG for me. That as far was as like good. first movies I saw that kind of like. I did they really depict an apocalypse though? It was more of like an just an alien invasion. Kind of yeah, thing. but I think the idea was that we would have eventually divulged. Yeah, they would have taken like the uh, one of the characters, the son and the kid who looked like uh, the creepy Home Alone kid. Yeah, he looked just like him, dude. Anyways, not the same kid. He read some book saying that they would either enslave or they would use us for meat. Fair, right? So I think the idea was that we would eventually be taken over i did not mention after the dark also known as the philosophers came out in 2013 okay. did you like that i, I made you watch did it enjoy that you did what make me watch it i really enjoyed it. i've actually watched it twice the soundtrack also is really good if you're interested right. in movie soundtrack Where they talk through the scenario um, of going through an apocalyptic fallout yes that's really good uh it's the philosophy behind it so the class is an actual philosophy mm-hmm. and like making decisions and why you make the decisions and then the result of those decisions yeah as they are portrayed where it was like who would you want to have on your island you would have do you want to have a doctor a politician Mm -hmm. um 
a car mechanic, like who would you really want to have? Yeah. And then you find out there's not just that. It's like the layer of, okay, well, the doctor is also a pedophile. Yeah. Okay, do you really want the doctor on your island? And the... I don't know if we want to make that decision. The wild card or something. Yeah, or, they... or having a, an artist. Like, what is the artist going to bring? Yeah. But the artist can bring fun, right? And entertainment. <laughs> and entertainment. Which is necessary. They say, if you have a go bag, or you are thinking about packing one, a deck of cards. Pack it. I mean, it's very small, compact. You can do a bunch of things with it. Mm-hmm. Magic tricks. Or play games if you find any other survivors. Or 52 card pickup. Or solitaire if you don't find any other survivors. 52 card pickup. Boom. Best game there is. So your favorite movie, did you narrow it down? Yeah, I said uh, this is the end, definitely. Okay. Because of the entertainment factor, the the comedic factor and the way it was presented. Okay. Painted it in a light where, you know, they take a serious (coughs) situation and, you know, made it laughable. It's a fair judgment. Like, if that's how I go, that's how I would want to go. You know, the apocalypse is upon us. I'd be like, all right, man, let's hang out with friends and mm-hmm. get into weird stuff. Sure. Let's see. I don't know what I would pick. I'm always bad about this. I'm always good about asking, and I'm never good at answering. Uh, but if I had to pick one, I would go with Shaun of the Dead, just because that was one of my favorite movies growing up. So that's a good one. You got red on you, Vic. You got red on you. The pen. The pen. Yeah. So that movie's. I thought that movie was great. It was really silly. I think that started off his career too. Simon Pegg. That was like his first movie. There, there were three in the, tr- the trilogy. There was Hot Fuzz. That was after. Shaun, Shaun of Shaun the, the Dead. Hot Fuzz, and then. Oh, the one where they bar hopped. That's another alien that invasion. Was yeah, that was another uh, apocalypse one, wasn't it? Yeah, the, it was the alien invasion. That where they went called to This Is The End. No, no I don't know. The End that, of the World Cafe or something. The end, I think it's just called The End the of end. the World. And they went from pub to pub, and they were supposed to drink. It was a, a big pub crawl, maybe six or seven pubs in England or something like that. Is that what it's called? Yeah. This Is The End? Or no, The I End Is Near? That was a pretty good movie. I mean, and I forgot what he called it. What was the the trifecta he called? Cornetto. The what? Cornetto. No, what's the Napoleon ice cream? Right. Neapolitan. Neapolitan. But it's Cornetto. <laughs> it's named after a type of ice cream, like a the world's end a cone thing. The world's end. Yep. Pub. That was it. So Vic, we settled the verses. Settled it. Um. Obviously, my choice is better than yours per usual. Because my opinion matters more. Unacceptable. Um, but what do you think about the beer? Are you able to even walk around right now? Do you think you beer. can get up and walk around without falling? It was beer. It was beer. It's a classic. Wow. So when you wow. when you have, have a refined palate like I do, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but you know, um, you could taste the situation. It's it's just it's an IPA. If you like IPAs, great. It's gonna taste pretty good. Be a standard set, but it's not gonna like break any walls for you the, to try something new. The citra hops are very, very clear mm-hmm. um, and defined within it. Definitely better the um, first couple sips, and as it got warmer throughout the episode, it uh, lost a little bit for me. Yeah, but seems that happen. Yeah. Oh, not not super impressed. There wow. Take that. Wow. Space dust. Space dust. That were the hops blowing the space dust in, in our face. I would give it a, a solid three point seven out of five out of three. Three point seven would, out, would of would beer again. out of five. Would beer again. Three point seven five out of three. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Out of five. Three point seven out of five. I'll give it a three point five. Okay. So it's it's definitely above average. It I mean, if you like I hate to use this like metaphor. Meta. Metaphors are like her as, right? Simile. Yeah. Similarly. Okay. Simile? Okay, anyways, comparing it to a Blue Moon, because that is the baseline for citrus uh, beers, right? I mean, that's... that's this is more of an IPA, hoppier As opposed tape, to wheat like, uh, citrus. Yeah, and... Uh, but you don't taste that many... that You don't taste that much in terms of the hops for the beer, but you do taste that citrus sweetness, um, and obviously Ice Cold, it's... Uh, delivers. Delivers for you. Not too heavy. 
but you wouldn't notice it. Yeah, you definitely wouldn't notice it. And we've had others on the podcast before where they are heavy hitters, mm-hmm. but they're more drinkable than this one was. Yeah, I feel like you know you have one, you're good. Whereas we've had others on the show that are closing in on that eight percent. It might be seven point something, but you could sit back and drink those all day. I could drink, a, I could drink two of these, be okay with it. Fair, um, and that would be all you need. That's that's probably all you do need. So. That's it for the podcast. That's I guess, the podcast today. Yeah. today. What are we talking about? The apocalypse. We talked about the apocalypse. We did. We appreciate you guys giving us a listen, whether it's via YouTube or via SoundCloud or via iTunes, and that's where we would kind of recommend you go. Yeah. Leave us a review. Need leave those us, reviews. Leave us some comments uh, on any platform that you feel so inclined to. Definitely helps to drive our exposure and to give us ideas for future episodes and future beverages. Uh, don't forget to check out the new YouTube channel this year. That's right. We got videos up. Under Mischievous Media, mm-hmm. uh, we will be releasing episodes as we release them on SoundCloud and iTunes. That is the goal. Right now, a little bit lag behind, <laughs> but uh, expect the They're video to come it. up a few days later. Uh, the goal is to come out at the same time, though. But be sure to leave us messages, comments on things to try and to rate and things to talk about. All right, that's it from us in podcast land, wherever we are. Here we are. Um, Always remember, guys, drinks are better with friends.